When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Texas A&M Sports Network, from Learfield, welcome to the post-game show presented by St. Joseph, your primary partner for primary care and the official health care provider of Texas A&M Athletics. Once again, here is the voice of Texas A&M basketball, Andrew Monaco. Wrapping up a 74-62 win here at LSU. And the last win by the Aggies in this building Daniel House had 18. Jalen Jones had 18. The Aggies beat LSU 67-64. That was January 17th of 2015. They ended a 10-game overall losing streak when they won last month at Reed Arena to LSU. Now they end the road losing streak to LSU. They sweep a mirror opponent. They're 10-2, trailing only Alabama in the conference, all alone in second place in the SEC with John Thornton. I'm Andrew Monaco. Tony O'Neill produces Aggie basketball in our Learfield studios. John, a phenomenal first half for the Aggies. You knew LSU was not going to just, they, you know, I know they're 1-11, but if you look at every game, single digits, they fight. I know Matt McMahon has talked about his team that they fight just hasn't been enough. They make their run but the Aggies with some clutch plays down the stretch. Yeah, again, they cut it. To, what was the, the... They got to eight. Got to eight, and then the big plays that uh, you then, made stops. And boots. And, and boots, <laughs> again. I mean, late late clock gets the bucket to fall and the foul, and then from that, that point forward, people making, contributing defensive right. rebounding, and then the great passing to avoid trouble. Wade gets his way to the line. 23 points for him. The assist to Gordon, really, that one sealed it. But his decision-making, having the ball in his hands, then boots, 
Dex on defense, Dex hitting free throws. John, 26 of 32 from the line. Texas A&M, first in the bonus, first in the double bonus, and making it pay. Again, we're, we're kind of like a broken record, but uh, pick and choose the people at particular times in the game. You know, Wade, the great pass for the Andre's dunk at the end, uh, attacking the, the pressure that you were going to get in the half court. Anderson keeping the ball alive. Julius attacking early, controlling the boards in the first half. Um, just all the things that have to happen. Dexter and, and of course, uh, Wade got off to a hot start shooting the three. I mean, you know, kind of, we still shot a great percentage, but they got hot. Uh, didn't wilt. You, you had to overcome, and we found ways to do that. And in fairness, because of that play, they were up 41-12 in the first half. And right. that's, that's a ton for the opposition to try to make well, up. I, I'll reverse that on you, too. You can, you can see what LSU can do. We saw that in the second half. What we took them out of, we worked really, really hard half-court defensive-wise. Just had them totally kind of shook. This, the halftime, they pulled it back together and started executing again. They have firepower, yeah. you know, and they're, you look at them on paper, 6'11", 6'10", 6'10". I mean, they're big. And so the rebounding situation, it is what it is. There's, there's some long folks out there that are very athletic. K.J. Williams, six at Reed Arena, five. He was two for six in the game at Reed. He was two for five, and that included three threes that he took. Well, he hit a, what, I mean, he hit the three here. Did he hit one three here? One here. Yeah. So and I only mean, three rebounds. Now I know he sat because Sean Phillip, because Matt McMahon had looked for something, but the Aggies again did not allow twelve to do any damage. No, he didn't. And I, I the, he's a two thousand point scorer yes, and a thousand rebounder, and so that's saying something if you can do that. But it is Wade Taylor, the fourth, who leads all scorers with 23. And then two other Aggies join him in double figures. Dexter Dennis with 13. And Boots ends up with 12. He also had six rebounds, did Tyrese. And then Anderson Garcia off the bench, six points, eight rebounds. Henry Coleman, eight points, four rebounds. How about the Solomon Washington effect? Six points, two rebounds for him, a steal and a block. Yeah, that sounds like a scientific equation related to the Solomon Washington effect. Yeah, but it is. I mean, changing shots, two dunks, powerful dunks, uh, block shot. I mean, just a stud. Great H, performance. H off the bench right in that first half. And then Andre Gordon, presence of mind. He takes that, that pass. His only two points are the dunk, but the defense that he plays. And it's just, again, the Aggies on this Saturday. And the reason why I said it, it was, it was topsy-turvy in the SEC on this Saturday, and maybe it was a good thing we played last. Well, you know what? It's, you made the point because, I mean, you know, look around the league, look around college basketball, and, you know, it's human nature is a part of this thing, too. You're feeling good about yourself. Great opportunity here. Uh, You've you got, you got a team here that's got some firepower, and you have to come here and do what you got to do. And to, to put that first half, if you don't get that first half the way you started, it's going to be a ball game. And, it, and how many times have we walked out of here disappointed, had a chance to do something, but again, missed three at the end, I think, last year. You know what I mean? Like, there yeah. are so many times you walk out disappointed, now they get to walk out happy. And again, everybody contributes. Exactly. And, 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 and the season, as we said at the beginning of – the beginning of the conference play you're going to get about to this point and it's going to be over yeah and you do not want to have one of those opportunities where you go and you and you and to your point about how important it is i don't care who you play on the road but you win a game on the road that is a huge huge plus and we're doing that this year yep. 
always is when you can get that win on the road and for the Aggies that is the fourth conference win on the road and you know one of the, the, the customary thing that's done is there's a, there's a picture opportunity after shoot around yep and, and road picks a road picks and it's kind of a it can be theatrical at times but they get up high and they take a picture of the, the entire entourage on, on the opposing team's court very respectful yep stay off the logo yep. but it's going to make a memory that's what it is and one was made here today 74 62 is the final we come back to the St. Joseph Health postgame show. We'll have our Wells Fargo winning moments. A reminder, Aggie basketball is brought to you by Bud Light, proud sponsor of Texas A&M Athletics. And Bud Light says, Giga Maggies, 74-62, Texas A&M over LSU. It's Aggie basketball from Learfield. Seventy-four, sixty-two is the fight in Texas. Aggie win over LSU, ten and two in SEC play. And as John mentioned, Buzz is going to join us in just a little bit. As John mentioned, this is a two-thirds point. This yeah. is twelve of eighteen games. Here we are, yes! right? Six more games, three more weeks. And you're right, it is a, it's a sprint bus serenaded by the folks who are all here. There's a lot of people that are staying around to to greet our team, which is really a cool thing. And Buzz is coming here getting celebrated as he gets to the, the interview opportunity. He's getting a picture. He's going to get a picture. Yes, he is. For all, look at this. People tend to become what they think about themselves. Right. <laughs> I'm actually taking one. Too. Are you? You taking yeah. one? Yeah. You gonna send it to me? Yeah. Oh, he's gonna get. They're oh, gonna get a wider shot because there's yeah. so many and they people. Got Craig taking one now. Professionally, yeah. yeah. Big old giggle. Yeah. <laughs> the words of he wisdom. A little uh, from the head coach. A public service announcement as he left. That's exactly right. <laughs> Here he comes. There's a whole lot of families here, John. That's a lot of people. Yeah, it is. We have, we have, I think he's kind of, he's got one more, I think he's going to have one more picture. You're going to get one with the family? Yep. Oh, you know what it is? It's Dexter Dennis's family at half court. All right. For that, let's give you some numbers as Buzz does that as the Aggies. 22 of 53 from the floor. Texas saying, I'm sorry, 20 of 42 from the floor. That's 48% for this game. 8 of 16 beyond the arc and 26 of 32 from the free throw line. 48% from the floor, 50 beyond the arc, and 81% from the free throw line. 23 for Wade, 13 for Dex, 12 for Boots, 8 for Coleman, 6 for Garcia, 6 for Solomon Washington, 4 for Hayden Hefner, and 2 for Andre Gordon. Rebounding leaders, Garcia had eight. Boots had six. Four for Henry Coleman. The Aggies had 27 of them and seven offensive rebounds. For LSU, they shot 41.5%, 22 of 53, 10 of 29 beyond the arc, and eight of 13 from the free throw line. The Aggies, 74-62 win over the LSU Tigers. Buzz kind enough to join us here courtside as I untangle myself. Coach, you, you walked out. You had all these fans. It, it felt like that uh, 
Waste Management Open in Phoenix, like that 17th <laughs> hole, that par three when they were coming out. You had, you had everybody cheering. Just wonderful to see this on the road, isn't it? It's a groundswell. It really is. Yeah, it's a groundswell. Uh, I don't even know who they are, but I know they're wearing, <laughs> I know they're wearing A&M stuff. Well, they were strategically <laughs> placed so, at different yeah. places in the gym. Yeah, that's a good sign. That's a good sign. We appreciate them driving over here and spending their gas money and time. That's cool. Buzz, you get a win here. And I know it's not about you. It's about this team. You've been so close in the past. It is hard. That well, we've never, is... we've never uh, beat LSU at home or on the road. And obviously, they're always a mirror opponent. And so uh, we were thankful for the win at the front part of January. And then uh, to be able to finish it with a sweep, that's that's really good for, for our guys. I think uh, there's a lot of good things that are happening. I think the character of who they are and the work ethic of who they are individually uh, is borderline elite. But I think when you collectively put that together, I think it's the, the traction of them realizing who we are and what our identity has to be. And when we're doing it, they're aware. And when it's off course, they are self-correcting one another. Um, to have that in the middle of February uh, after our sixth week of conference play, that, that speaks to their character, that speaks to their IQ and EQ, but it also speaks to their work ethic to continue to try to find ways to get better. Weeks, one of, week well, six of nine. Yeah, and one of the things. Just finished it. You know, people talk about defense travels. Well, hey, defense is always one of the mainstays of your teams. But when you're on the road in an environment like this, you, the way that defensively you took them out of their stuff in the first half was phenomenal. Yeah, I thought, I thought, uh, I, I, you know, they've changed uh, in some ways since the last time we've played them. Um, as I mentioned, the Monaco in pregame, and I think that, you know, we played on Tuesday, so Wednesday was our off day. And we've kind of adjusted what we do on two day before going into the second game of the week. And I think that uh, we've done that twice now, last Thursday and this Thursday. And it really allows um, our group to concentrate on what the opponent is doing. We, we're doing the same thing in the film room, but what we're doing on the floor has been a little different. And I think that it allows us to get our first rep for the opponent. Friday becomes our second rep. Saturday at shoot around becomes our third rep. And then tonight, game time becomes our fourth rep. And our guys are saying that. You know, they're, they're saying that as they're giving me dap to start pregame or shoot around this morning. Coach, this is our third rep. This is our third rep. Because they're gaining confidence from their work. And I think our staff has, has been so good in the adjustments relative to the game plan. Hey, here's, if we were at a coaching clinic, this is what we do. This is all of it. But now we're playing this opponent. And now we're going to tweak this, that, and this. Okay, guys, watch while we're tweaking it. Write down while we're tweaking it. Let's walk through so you can see while we're tweaking it. Okay, now go full speed. And it, it's, it, it, it has helped us. And I do think in the first half, I, I, I think their sixth basket was at the buzzer on right. the three over there right. away from us. But there was a long time that they were at one basket. They were at two baskets. 
Uh, and then I think at the fourth media timeout, they were at four baskets. And there was a period of time. Um, yeah, there was a period of time that the two free throws were were their points along with one basket. And and I think it was we were locked into what we were doing. We knew what they were doing. Uh, and even as they began to make adjustments right. to their plan, our guys were sensing, hey, that's not it. We need to do this. Um, even in our, our, our zone press, they changed. And then uh, some of their secondary actions, they started running because their primary actions, I, I think we were – well, we there was one particular for. example of that when they called timeout and they tried to attack the half-court trap or yeah. pressure, and they wanted to reverse the ball like a couple. They got to the middle, and then, of course, that hurt some all zones, but then got to the middle, and then they tried to reverse the ball a couple times. Great closeouts. Yeah, and, and extra, a lot of extra effort closeouts, and that was um, – I think I mentioned that to you today. Yeah. yeah. We're going to guard their stuff. Now the ball's going to be in the channel, and we call it code maroon. Code maroon is it's about to be one on one, and if it's not code maroon, here comes a ball screen. Here's our ball screen coverage during code maroon. It's code maroon. It's a ball screen, and if they don't set the ball screen, they're going to ghost the ball screen. And now here comes penetration, and on that penetration, that ball is going weak side, and as it goes weak side, we're going to cover the first one, and now it's got to get to the second one, and we rep that Thursday, Friday. Man, we did it again this morning. It, it 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 really mattered. Well, the really thing, mattered. The other thing about two buzz to me again. They shot 29, 29 out of their fifty three balls. I don't know what percent that is, but it's obviously over fifty, approaching sixty percent of their shots were from three. From three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that speaks to uh, what we were trying to accomplish. The other thing is buzz offensively, as machine like, business like, whatever you want to call it, yeah. and also unemotional. There's a lot of discipline in four is continuing to grow in time score momentum. Boots, you could argue, has an elite feel for he time does, score momentum. I think Henry does. Henry's not always the primary ball ball handler, but he he's a, he's helping. Hey guys, it, uh, uh, what are we? Right. What do we need? Andy has that feel. Jew is so comfortable with the ball that he's never sped up. And I think that th there were a lot of possessions of that, particularly in the first half. And I actually think, even though things weren't great in the second half, the last six to seven minutes of the second half, you could see, hey, we're not playing great. We haven't been playing great. But we can still control time score momentum. And I thought, I thought we did that at a really good clip and i thought there was that one media timeout under 12 to 8 buzz the response and there was that poise yes that, to get i think, control I think we i think we lost the uh, when they hit the three at the end of the first half we lost that ato five to four we won the first four of the game to start the second half i probably should have called the timeout a little earlier and i told the guys i was trying to see if you guys could work yourself through it we lost the first one we lost the second one and then going into the third one we got back square and won the third one. And then I thought um, the fourth and the fifth one, I know we won the fifth one because of free throws, but even in that fourth one, it was a push, but we were back to, we were, we were fine. 
we were fine. Begin with Buzz again, a, a, a team effort. We could go down the list, and Anderson, everybody, uh, Solo, his influence, you know. That he, 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 Solo, Solo's. Um, I, I told him uh, at halftime, and I told him again just a second ago. This was an opportunity for a freshman to show that he was a freshman. Mm -hmm. His first game in his home state. Um, I actually thought he acted like he was a junior in college. I thought he played with really good poise. I thought he was locked in. I didn't think that he was trying to do something right. that he shouldn't. Took a charge. I, I think I think that Andy's impact on Solo has really helped. That's interesting. Um, you know, it's uh, against Auburn. Those two guys played together a lot for the first time in a long time. A part of that, Solo was out with the concussion. A part of that, Andy's been playing so well. And Henry and Jew provide so many good things for us. But to have those four forwards hitting at a high level. Wow. And when one doesn't, uh, he's okay. Yeah. Because he knows that those other guys are doing so well. I, 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 I think it's really good. It really well, is. The other, one other thing I yeah. was going to say. When, when you know, there were, we had answers. We had answers. Multiple people answered. Yeah. Team answered. Good answer. But, good, but, good, good point. But when Tyrese, and you talk about time value possession, <laughs> Just, when, they, when he hit that bucket, and the, but did panic on getting that shot off, but drew the foul, made it, then makes the free throw. That was pretty much the dagger. Yeah. That, uh, time goes slower when the ball's in his hand. And I think he just has a glide speed where you're going to have a hard time speeding him up. He can get where he wants. But as we've talked about before, he's not trying to get where he wants for himself. Mm -hmm. Right. He, he's, he's trying to get where he wants to make a play for Texas A&M. Mm -hmm. And even on that possession, the and one that you're talking about, I think there was two seconds counting down yeah. to one when he shot it. But he had probed. Right baseline and probe middle and they did a good job defensively but he had probe trying to make the right play and i can't say enough about his family and how they treat us like family there, today. Uh, that there, was there wonderful is, buzz there is good of people as you could possibly imagine and uh i, I mentioned that to his mom last stepmom last night and then his dad and all of his buddies came to shoot around the day and i said I understand your son's a good player. And, yes, we are so much better because he's on our team. But as a dad and as a man, I just want you to know I really admire who you are as a dad and who you are as a person. And in 2023, it's literally refreshing to my soul to see that level of character. But that's who Boots is. That's yeah. how he was raised. Right. And I think that we have a team. Mm -hmm. We have a team full of that. Like, they're, you know, like I, I tell our staff a lot, and, and occasionally I, I just told our team this, and occasionally I say it to them. We don't have any drama. Right. We don't have any character issues. I'm not saying they're perfect. We don't have that. And so because we don't have individual drama, we don't have any team drama. And you can say the same about our staff. Our staff's in there most mornings before the sun comes up, and we're for sure in there when the sun goes down. And there's no drama within any individual that has an office. And so the example of the adults to the young adults, 
the accountability of the young adults to the old adults and vice versa, we're all pulling in the same direction. That doesn't mean that we're going to win. It doesn't mean that we're going to lose. It just means that when we show up, we don't have drama that takes our energy and emotion away from how can we be our best for whatever it is that we're about to do. And it's uh, been so refreshing for me um, to be able to be a part of it to the point that I was telling whoever those TV guys were, I don't remember their names, but like there's joy. Right. And I, I struggle with the balance of, hey, Buzz, you're 10 and 2. Oh, yeah, we are 10 and 2. That's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, that was your third mirror sweep. Man, thank you so much. But I want to have joy because I know how rare it is to have this group of humans mm -hmm. together every day. But what is the balance for me as the leader? You can have joy. You can smile. You can have a joke here or there. But you also have to be accountable and responsible for the mission at hand. And how do you juggle? We can't be immature. We have to be mature. But we also have to have enough wisdom to realize, man, thanks for this opportunity. Because it's so much better and more pure than I ever dreamed of. Hey, you're 10 and 2. You're going into the last three weeks of conference play. It's the best start in Texas A&M history in the SEC. Well, let's talk about the how you close down SEC play. Are you saying we went seven and one? Oh yeah, I remember that. Well, now we're ten and two, and nobody talks about it. And I get it. And I'm trying to not I'm not going to participate in any of the politics because it just brings anxiousness to my heart, and then that bleeds out into anxiousness above the group. No, I want to balance having joy but also being accountable and responsible for the work that's at hand, knowing that there could be more. Maybe there's not. Maybe there is. But let's be transparent each passing day. This is what's transpired. This is what's at stake. And this is what we can control. That was literally all that. I mean, there was a few other things, but that was all that was on the board that I wrote. Control the controllables. We can't control this. We can't control the outcome of that. This game, that game, this twit, no, no. But I'm trying to find ways to restrict the distractions. I don't need to look at Twitter. I don't need to watch ESPN. I need to watch a game and, and prepare for the opponent. But you can still have joy, and you can still be accountable and responsible for the mission that's at hand. And can we have the wisdom that right now, what are we supposed to do? It's okay to go, man, I'm so happy you're here. So thankful we won the game. How about this plane that Texas A&M's playing on? When 300 schools are flying commercial connectors, how about we're staying at the Marriott when 250 schools are staying at the La Quinta? How about Boots' family shows up and gives us a meal that would cost $7,000 if we <laughs> ate somewhere else and every person has their own picture? the academic person, the radio people, and, and it's in a frame. Yeah. How, how, you can have joy in that moment. Thanks for this and have gratitude in that. Because I think when there's gratitude, 
you, you can't have gratitude and anxiousness. Right. They both don't work. You can't have fear and love. They both don't work. Okay, well, which side are we going on? And I don't even know what the question was, but that was a long <laughs> That's answer. That's okay. Thank you, Thank Buzz. You. Appreciate it. Congratulations. 10-2 and two are the Aggies, as Buzz said, in conference play after defeating LSU 74-62. to 62. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification along the Texas A&M Sports Network. We should be getting credit. Wells Fargo winning moments. I promise when we come back, this is Aggie basketball from Learfield. Every St. Joseph Health postgame show features the analysis of Dr. John Thornton, an interview with Buzz Williams, and we always have our Wells Fargo winning moments. We haven't done those yet, but here they are right now. Taylor. Step back three straight away. Five, nothing. AM on the three by four. To the middle of the floor at the free throw line. Dex, left wing three is good. Should have known it was good because four put his hand up, said, signaled the three. That was a little belief, right? Absolutely. Before the ball left his hands, already signaled. Eight, two, AM. Shooting to the basket to our right. Dex, he's got a three from the right wing. Oh, oh, oh feeling it. Dexter Dennis, 13, two, AM. To a cutting Radford, instead dribbles top of the arc. Now he fires to Hefner. Fade away from five. Are you kidding me, H? Just more tools in that bag. 17-2 A&M. Boots up top in the 1-2-2. Hefner and Gordon, and then Washington and Marble. All the way in the lane. Rejected by Solomon. Over the right baseline on the drive by Jalen Reed. Solo with the block. Left elbow, Coleman spins on Phillips. Kick left corner. Dennis fakes the three, still 10 to shoot as he goes to Taylor in between the circles. Oh, a deep three by four that he nails. Oh, baby, four for three. A lot of ball movement. Dex, three, left side, hits. Dexter Dennis, three threes. He's in double figures with 11. 36-12, A&M. Between the circles, eight to shoot. Hill behind the back, stripped by Wade Taylor and taken away. And Wade has his 43rd steal. Front court, Dennis inside. Garcia pump fake. He got fouled in the air, counted and one on the left side for Anderson Garcia. Layup is off the side, taken away by Solo at the dunk. Jalen Reed wanted to come out of the pack with the ball, and then Solo took it right back and dunked it in. 54-39, AM. Five straight for LSU. Taylor, step back, corner three from the left side. Wade's fifth three. Four for three, 61-47 A&M, 5.20 to play. Seven to shoot, crossover, shy of the left elbow. Step back, jumper, foul, counted, and one for Tyrese Boots Radford. With the shot clock dying, the poise of Boots to rise, hit the jumper, and he'll have a chance at a three-point play. Gets it into Garcia. Garcia slips back to Boots. Lob up ahead for Taylor. Gives to Gordon. Jim! His first two. 72-62. 43 seconds left. The final is 74-62. Texas A&M over LSU. Those are Wells Fargo winning moments. Wells Fargo, the official bank of Texas A&M Athletics. Our final comments in the final segment. St. Joseph Health postgame show and we return. It was Aggie basketball from Learfield. Our St. Joseph Health postgame show rolls on. Aggie 74, LSU 62. John Thornton, I'm Andrew Monaco. We wrap this up. 
Two more mirror opponents next week. We're still in this stretch. Arkansas on Wednesday, Reed Arena, 8 p.m. I have a feeling the building is going to be full. But I don't want to discourage anyone from coming out. Yeah. We want to see you Wednesday night for Arkansas. The, the, the crowds have been phenomenal. Absolutely. And, and, and these these guys feed off of it. I mean, they've got what it takes internally to go play. They did it again here tonight. But you want to see a little bit more of, of unbelievable effort and uh, meaningful teamwork and, and big plays. Uh, just pack that place. You'll see it. And what's interesting, Arkansas won the first matchup. Aggies have won the first matchup in these mirror opponents. A little bit of a different role yeah. against Arkansas on Wednesday. Yeah, and Arkansas, after what happened to them uh, this weekend, I mean, you know, you're talking about, and, you know, you can't get ahead of yourself, but this is a big. They, six they, and six? Yeah, they got to start. Mississippi State right. beat them today. Yeah. Yep. And then um, Missouri next Saturday uh, in Columbia. And how about that win for, wow. <laughs> for the Tigers? You know, 86-85 you, you talk about an explosive team. If you watch them, they've had some moments, but. They can score points, and is there an adjective more than bunches? I mean, they can flat Quite fill possibly. it up, yep. you know. And then we invite everyone out Monday night, Rudy's seven to eight, the Buzz Williams show, and that's 504 Harvey Road and College Station. We probably had the largest attended Buzz last Monday. Come on out, get a chance to talk with Buzz, get an autograph, just Sam. Just that appreciation. We'll do that on Monday. But uh, it's going to be a very happy flight home. You know, I always tell you, when we take our seats, there's always a happy sound behind us. No, it is. And, and uh, what, what else, one of the things I would say this, the, the, these guys are so much fun to travel with. But it was also apparent this was a special place because of the crowd. Yeah. There were a lot of Aggies here. A lot of them hung around after the game. I don't know if I could recall another environment post-game that was as many Aggies or family members that were here to support this team. It was really beautiful. How wonderful Buzz goes into the stands. and see, yeah, I, He got a chance to see all of them, and that's special. Yeah, no, he, I mean, special. he did. And, again, they made him feel good, too, chanting his name and, <laughs> and hung around to, to see him. Aggies get the win, 74-62. For Dr. John Thornton, for Tony O'Neill, who is the producer of Aggie basketball in our Learfield studios, for head coach Buzz Williams, I'm Andrew Monaco. As always, we thank you so much for joining us. Thanks and gig em. This is Aggie Basketball from Learfield. On the Texas A&M Sports Network, this has been the Post Game Show, presented by St. Joseph, your primary partner for primary care and the official health care provider of Texas A&M Athletics. This has been Texas A&M Basketball, brought to you by Bud Light. It's for the fans. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Texas A&M Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.